Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am definitely Ricky. You are Ricky, and that means I am Sean. Sean! Yes. We are flying through this month. <laughs> I, I know, I know, dude. It, it's This year has already seemed quite long, yet quite short at the same time. I don't uh, know if that makes any sense, but a lot has happened. And we're not very far into the year if you look at the numbers. <laughs> oh, man. But we are starting out the year. And, uh, okay, this is going to be rel- relative to anybody unless you know what you know. But we lost Jerry Van Dyke this week. <sighs> now, if you don't know who that is, it's Dick Van Dyke's brother. If you don't know who that is, just Wikipedia it or something. But, anyway, <laughs> Jerry Van Dyke uh, is a guy I've known about. Uh, he's an obscure actor, and he's mostly known by by being the guy's brother. But he was in my favorite John Wayne movie, which is McClintock. He he's oh, wow. the he's the girl's uh, other suitor. Mm-hmm. I love McClintock. <laughs> and man. then, of course, growing up, he was he was in Coach. Yeah, yeah, dude. I freaking oh, when I read that news, I, I told Michelle I was like, "What? Isn't he like?" 90 plus and she's like he's 86 and i was like well he still had a few more years just to it, it's so sad i love jerry van dyke such good stuff out of him i loved him in coach he he was my favorite part of coach well him and dauber i mean <laughs> yeah well, and, and craig t nelson was okay <laughs> but but i'd say jerry van dyke was the, and, the glue that held it all together. And th- that show had to be pretty daggum funny because I did not like... I, for some reason, I had a thing against sports at that time in my life. I don't know why. So I didn't watch that show. But when I did, mm-hmm. it was freaking hilarious. I don't know why I was stupid not watching that show. <laughs> the, the thing I hate for back then is nowadays, you know, everything is kept. There There's nothing that is on the cutting room floor. So when you watch a season of a show, you know, uh, uh, at once it comes out on Blu-ray or DVD, you can look up the bloopers. I can just imagine somewhere there's tons of bloopers from Coach, and they are just drop-dead hilarious. <laughs> Funny thing about that show, and, and and another reason why I didn't watch it, because I just couldn't see Craig T. Nelson being a dad funny, because... I'd only known him from Poltergeist. Oh, well, <laughs> it was well, just, whoa, different. See, see, when I remember Craig T. Nelson, honestly, and, and this this is kind of weird, I remember him as the dad in Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> we don't need no stinking patches. Oh, my God. I love Troop Beverly Hills. You know, like, I was... It's like a guilty pleasure movie for me. It's funny you said that because I was thinking of uh, the movie UHF with uh, Weird Al. Weird Al, and it has, um, God bless it, Michael Richards. No, not Michael. But you can drink from a fire hose. No, no, it has uh, Cheech Marin in it, and he says that phrase, "Badgers, we don't need those stinking badgers." And I had to look it up. I'm like, all right, dadgummit, I've heard this phrase my whole life. Where is this from? Yeah, badges? We don't need those stinking badges. Yeah, it's, uh... oh, the treasure, of... it's from the Treasure of Sierra Madre. 1927 novel and uh, a movie. Yeah, 1948 film. That's oh, where it's from. Way off. Yeah. 
It, uh, it's funny about things in your life. You have no idea where they come from. So be more educated, yeah. folks. Yes, this is true. But let's get into our news that we got. Star Wars, once again, in the news, $1.205 billion. It's added $205 million since the last time we looked. That's unreal, man. Like... Okay, so since you looked up this number, where where are we talking on the realm of up there movies? I mean, are, are we talking Avatar? Are we talking Titanic? I think no. Avatar is up in the two billion range. But what's funny about this is that it's not doing well in China. It opened in China and only did like thirty three million. Really? Yeah, China has never had a good track record with Star Wars, and it's in. I, I don't understand. I mean, I under I understand cultures can be completely different on things. Mm-hmm. I know about how WoW is a completely uh, different game. You don't have the undead because you can't do that over there, and yeah, you can't have skeletons. Yeah, that kind of thing. But Star Wars? How can Star Wars not be a universal, just a known quantity? Ah. Uh. That, that's unreal, but somebody, still, somebody smarter you, than me will have to explain that. But uh, you're still at 1.205 billion. Still trucking. Very last episode, we were talking about breaking the billion dollar mark. So in one week, it's still just going along. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm happy for that. Um, that is awesome. You know, that just guarantees more. We get more and more. Um, Sean. How did you feel about Legion? Uh, I think I think we all know how we all feel about Legion. Love that show. Uh, pro- probably one of the best TV shows in a long, long time. You know. Well, there's there is good TV shows, property. and then there's TV shows like Legion because Legion did something. Legion has just something to it that is special. I mean, I can't just put Legion with other TV shows. Like, I can't compare Legion to Gifted, because it's not a fair comparison. Right. It's just such a cerebral art piece that it's mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Uh, but the guy behind it, Noah uh, Hawley, is, even with the Fox merger with Disney, still working on the Doctor Doom script. And uh, oh. this was this was a known quantity. This, this was... Uh, released like uh, m- months ago that he was working on that and uh, right. he did update he was at he was at something and and did say he's still working on that script uh, and even with the changes of what's going on in the background that sounds good to me oh because you brought that up it, it also reminds me did you see that uh you know uh, um Thor Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth said that he wants to make sure that Thor is in future movies and he would love to work with Wolverine and Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, I had that article pulled up actually. But yeah. Uh I mean that's awesome. The Can fact- you imagine seeing those three? Now now if you took those three and went with a Thor Ragnarok type theme, would it work? Uh, God, now you're get you're you're mix you're mixing my paint in a color I don't like. Uh, like I, I like I said I before, but Deadpool, Deadpool. I mean, do you want to do this? Do you want to pull the Marvel 
comics Deadpool. I mean, over in his own comic, he is one thing. But when he is in Spider-Man or he is in an X-Men he, he comic, he's he's different. That's fine. I mean, you know, in his own comic, he's he's bouncing off the walls. In in the others, you know, he's a bit more reserved in everything. I, mm, it, it takes it's going to take a special person to be able to make that work the way I like it. Taika Waititi did something I I didn't think he could in his yeah. hands, maybe. Oh, and that also reminds me. Just uh, now that we're in the middle of talking, all these articles. Do do you think? I mean, because of Thor Ragnarok, we will see the future of Korg, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you'll get to see more Korg. I guarantee it. Oh sweet. I, I just I just wanted your opinion on will we get to see the future of Korg and his revolution and his pamphlets? Get on. Hey, I'm Korg. Start a revolution. Want to get on the ship? Gonna go. Let's go. Oh. Um, I was oh. able to see uh, the newest episode of Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways. Um, still going strong. I, I really like both shows. Uh, I did see the new episode of Gifted as well. Uh, gosh, dang it. We've got some good Marvel TV coming out. You are really on the ball with keeping up with your TV. So much better than me, man. Well, luckily, so much it's, it's all on Hulu. I can watch it at my convenience. We are not sponsored by Hulu, by the way. But, I mean... Hulu, hey, Hulu. Hulu's if working you out hook for me us up with a month of uh, free Hulu I would love to catch up <laughs> but uh, Hulu is doing it lately uh, Netflix not so much I mean we were watching lost mm-hmm. and then lost that a lot they lost lost but now yeah. it's on Hulu <laughs> so now we're we're watching lost on Hulu and oh. this leads into my my next point is that last night I tried to start uh, BSG with with Logan. Okay. He did. He didn't make it through the first episode, but I, I'm still going to work on him. And you know, you know, un, until that that show is set up, you know that that first half the season, during all the turmoil, till till they come up with a game plan, and the president has taken over, and she starts setting things in motion about how the, you know, the, they need to do the jumps at a certain time. It is kind of, you yeah. Know. The first ep- the first half of this episode, uh, and and you know, I'm sitting here talking to him like, oh, this is going on, blah blah blah. I- I've forgotten how slow that first episode is until mm-hmm. the Cylon attack happens. Yeah, yep. And I completely oh, I- forgot that uh, Hilo stays on the planet. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 I f- yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, that should have been. Uh, that should have been obvious to me at some point in time for, you know, future events, <laughs> but it wasn't. But you know what? I, I'm really excited for in, in in the future episode where Sean and, and his son sit down and watch Lost and BSG. So, Oh, that, that will be an exciting time. I just, right now it's all uh, Paw Patrol and... Uh, <laughs> You know, horrible stuff like that. And, uh, and and you know what kills me? We 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 talk about how this year has just began. Game of Thrones 2019. Does that bother uh, you? Yes, it still bothers me that we have to wait a full year. And also, Rick and Morty season four isn't till 2019. 
Why? Why can't you be 2018? I, I hate knowing that I'm going to have to wait a full year, if not more so. Because you know Game of Thrones isn't probably going to hit till what? That? Probably uh, spring fall? 2019. No, spring? I, I think spring. Yeah. I think they're going to take this entire year to make and do that show right, to finish it right, to get everything right that mm-hmm. they can. Oh. You know, I, there are going to be a lot of unhappy people just because there's a lot of unhappy people anytime any popular show hits. Look at Lost. Look at BSG. Yes. Uh, you know, the, the end of those shows were, oh my gosh, the world is ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. The the complaining still resonates in my head of Lost. So I know, and it, and for me, it was it was real nice for me. I I I get it. I followed Lost hard enough that I was like, this makes sense to me. Well, it, okay, let's let's we've we've beat Lost. Uh, we beat that like a dead horse. But let's yes. talk about the end of BSG. How did you feel about it? I'm fine with it. I was fine with that one as well. Like. I I guess I don't know. You're fine with Cara Thrace. We don't know what the hell she is. It, I'm fine with it. I'm sorry. Nah. I I can't. I watched it and then you know uh, I was a little late to the party on BSG as well. I bought it all. You were late. Dear God. <laughs> I know. I know. And you were even later than I was. But but when it when I watched that final episode, I was like, I'm okay with this. You know. I mean, I can see where people are upset. I can see where the complaints come from. But for me, how how do you wrap something like that up and not leave a few knots untied, a few storylines? I mean, if you were to wrap up a show that's as complicated as BSG and put everything into a nice, neat little package, you would be writing another half season nah now come on come on now now the way they left bsg and and kara's whole thing that'd be like if lost left left lock hanging like what happened to lock (laughs) what was he dead was he the smoke monster was he what happened to lock that's how they left kara in that show i get it i get it maybe i just didn't care no no care for kara well, it's not that I care for the character. It's just they never explained what in God's name she was or how she got back or how how she came back with a new ship when the old ship was sitting over here and there's a physical ship sitting right... I don't know. They just know never either. bothered with it. And it's just, how can you glaze over that? But anyway, anyway, we're on Game of Thrones. I, I can't wait for great Game of Thrones. Yes, I know. And we have to wait till 2019. Mm-hmm. But this spring, or or according to the article we read, early 2018, we're going to get Legion Season 2. Yes, and this also relates to the Fox Disney deal. Uh, these were just approved, Legion Season 2 and Gifted Season 2. Now, this is even with the Fox Disney deal going on, which mm-hmm. means somebody is given the green light. I mean, normally, something this big... They probably would have held off, but I, I think it's great that we're getting more of shows that are working, even with what's going on. Um, maybe Disney will want to work this stuff in. Who knows? 
Oh, I, it's like you said. They're a for-profit company, and when you have a show that was, in my mind, as successful as Legion, how do you not keep going, hey, you know what, you guys, uh, y'all are doing a good job, uh, keep up the good work, uh, have a good day, you know. You, you, those are the groups of people you don't have to worry about. Those are the groups of people you walk in, you know, you're the new owner of the company. You, you don't mess with the guys. You don't put your hand in the cookie jar of the guys that are doing things right. There's no point in changing that ingredients right there. That is some good stuff that's happening right there. And my favorite part of this entire article says, did you see the part where it said we would love to have uh, James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart on? I was like, yes. Well, yes, please. this last episode of uh, Gifted and uh, the promo for the season finale specifically are referring to Magneto. Uh, so they may have something special for the end of this season. Wow. Do you think these shows could cross? Or I haven't watched any of Gifted. It is, a, is, I mean, it is, you know, one's on Fox, one's on FX. Are they on the same wavelength enough that you could ever have a It, it could be. It could be. Le- Legion is uh, blurry enough that, that, it could be anywhere. I mean, they talk mm-hmm. about mutants, of course, and right. the government is, you know, wary of what's going on, but, I mean, they're not a big part of the show. Uh, whereas in Gifted, you know, it's more specific. They're more, they directly reference the X-Men. We don't know where the hell the X-Men are. The X-Men left us in charge. You know, I talked to the X-Men and, you know, they, they left me here for a reason. And so the they brother... have said the words X-Men? Oh yeah. They've said it like five or six times. Like that is Thunderbird, Thunderbird has specifically said, look, the X-Men left me here to help for a reason. Oh, and I need you know, to watch we don't it. know I where so the X-Men went. Uh, we don't know where the Brotherhood went. They don't know where Magneto... I think they may have mentioned Magneto. Not in reference to Polaris, but mm-hmm. uh, I think he was name-checked in that show. I, I could be That's, wrong. That is so awesome. So, But now, that show, that show is really putting some great deep cuts in there. I mean, the guy who becomes Ahab, uh, you you have the cameo appearance of of uh, Gambit, correct? The X-Men yes. Annual 23? Yes. Okay, well, Ahab shows up in that annual. That's the first time he shows up. Um, and he is in this show. The guy the guy who becomes him, Rory, Dr. Rory Campbell, mm-hmm. um, he's in the show, and he already has the scar. Um, so they're, okay. they're going that way. And he has... Hounds. Um, their logo is the same as the tattoo on Rachel's face, and and uh, like that appear on Cyclops and and Susan Storm's face in, in that in that particular comic. Um, and it's it's really good. The stuff they're doing, you know, the uh, the links to Fenris and uh, the Von Struckers. I really love that show. I can't talk about it enough. It, it, and it, it's fun. It's just a lot of fun. So, so I gotta ask you before we leave Legion and move on, if you were gonna see McAvoy or Stewart, which, which do you choose? Oh, in the current, well, I mean, to make sense where this is set, and it it feels like it's modern. I I would say it it need to be Stewart. Mm-hmm. So you you, 
But I'd be I'd take my action between David and and Patrick Stewart would just be Yeah, and he's he's been keen to it. He's mentioned it. Uh there was a he was doing a talk show interview for like the green room or something like that and somebody asked him he's like oh yeah i'd go on the show absolutely oh that would be so much oh because fun. they had yeah because uh Be- beauty and the beast had come out ar- around the same time so they ended up on a show together oh that's awesome yeah and they were like oh yeah yeah we'd love to cross each other yeah oh that'd be so cool okay okay speaking of uh you know people wanting to cross over into other stuff I wanted to ask you, uh, Mark Hamill tweeted out that he would love to play Doc Ock in the MCU. What's your What's your feelings on this, and what What, what do you think about it? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. That, it, it's like I, I told you. For For me, for me, it would be really tough because Alfred Molina was such a perfect Doc Ock for me. Yeah, and didn't even, I mean, it's one thing to say, yeah, Alfred Marilyn was Doc Ock, but when Spider-Man 2 was coming out and you didn't know, like, I remember that, thinking, oh, the guy out of Indiana Jones, the, give me the whip, I'll give you the idol, that guy? <laughs> and not not knowing that he has a great stage career and, and, and he is an acclaimed actor. Um, yeah, seeing that movie unfold on screen and be as good as it was i mean like for a long time folks spider-man 2 was the best comic book movie ever made in in some people's opinions including uh uh, close to one of mine yeah absolutely i I just don't know if i want my jedi master to be my villain as doc ock the joker you you want the joker to be doc ock yeah i don't know if i want the joker to be doc ock i just it's not that a fact that I don't think he can pull it off. It's just, I just don't know. Uh, I'd love to know the audience's opinion. It, uh, I'd love to know if you're listening, uh, hit us up your opinion on Mark Hamill as Doc Ock. I'd love to know. Now, now as we move along, let me say. You're going to lead Rick- in here? That's oh yeah! Right. No, I'm, go, I'm ahead. Lead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm leading into this uh, because Ricky's about to take over the show with one of the best local halls ever. He had the dream come true. He had the moment that we all dream about happen happen to him. So Rick, please tell us your story and uh, fulfill the dreams of those of us that haven't lived it yet. Well, I, I tell you, uh, being a comic book collector, there's some, you know, you find stuff in the wild. And, you know, there, there's a moment you find that, you know, X-Men 141. Uh, you find <laughs> that, you know, Fantastic Four number nine. Uh, you find, uh, you know, what would be... Oh, the gosh. New Mutants number one. Well, I'm just trying to think. Like you find, and I keep because I have the boxes here. But like you have, you find uh, X Men number one thirty seven, Death of the Phoenix. You know, you just find that stuff. But it's it's one time, and it's a great deal. You know, this one time, and and you find, you know, and it's years between. And uh, gosh dang it! I mean, Saturday went to this place, found a great deal. 
on a bo- just a box full of not even bagged some a, a couple bagged a lot of not boarded but huge cheap deal on this box of comics and we're talking not not a title without a mutant in it we're talking X-Men Annual 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Two copies of number 7. You're talking uh, X-Men, God Loves, Man Kills. New Mutants, Marvel graphic novel. First appearance of the New Mutants. Uh, the Futurians, another Marvel graphic novel. Classic X-Men 1 through 3 with that great Arthur Adams art. John Byrne X-Men. I, I could not believe... I just couldn't believe. Like, X-Men 129, 30, uh, 32, 34, 36, uh, 37, 38, uh, Cyclops leaving the X-Men, 39, 141, Days of Future Past, Past Part 1, 142, Days of Future Past Part 2, and number 143. Now these, you can find these comics, but these are in like 9.0 condition sitting in a cardboard box <laughs> and then like basically 143 through 198 complete run you know all in eight to nine condition you know a few after that like uh, some great mutant massacre uh, run after that like oh um, uh, my favorite my favorite x-men bad guy Nimrod like 208. 207, the the amazing Wolverine cover where he's slashing the front of the cover. All art by um, uh, uh, John Romita Jr. Uh, 206, 207, 208, 209, 210, 211, the Marvel 25th anniversary cover with Wolverine on the front, half the mask missing. Just, you know, amazing, amazing looking comics. Um, and, and, and not to talk... Oh, I'm not done yet. Si- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. I'm just saying, not to talk too much money-wise, but for what some of us would pay for one of these issues is what you paid for the entire box. Yes, yes, I paid I paid pennies on the dollar for it for a hundred and a hundred and fifty comics. Oh, you lucky, lucky guy! Like You're living it, the dream. Like these are these are all like cents. Each issue was cents. These are these are there's a, there's a couple of fifty dollar you know there's more than a couple of fifty dollar yeah. books in here. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, the New Mutants, basically New Mutants one through forty nine, and that that includes you know all your firsts in there, like the Demon Bear Saga, the the complete thing, Bill Steinwick. Um, uh, uh, gosh, uh, the first so- appearance and cameo of Legion. Full appearance of Legion. That's so awesome. I, I would I would love to uh the annual one to, and two to your ear on uh trying to purchase those off of you. X Men versus Micronauts one through four. X Men and then the Fantastic Four, four one and two. Uh uh X Men Special Edition, the reprinting the uh the reprinting of uh Giant Size number one. Uh three Marvel team ups. The last one with Spider Man the X Men number one fifty, number one forty nine with Cannonball, number one 36, I think, with Kitty Prod, X-Men Heroes for Hope with the cover by Arthur Adams. Just so, so when this, so when you go and you you meet with the gentleman, you make the deal, 
you take the box back to your car and you open the lid what are you thinking like uh, is this is this the happiest moment of your collecting career well i i tell you i i looked in it i was like i i flipped through like three issues and mm-hmm. two of those were x-men 141 and 142 i just said nope this is good thanks have a great day now, now, did this gentleman just not care, or did he not know? Um, no, I, no, he knew, he knew, because we, um, like it was a, it was a, uh, 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 online yard sale thing, and he had, he had one price on it, and I, I made a, a, a very low ball offer, and I told him. Now, I didn't just low. I, I know that's a bad, bad word, but I mean, I made a very low offer. I was like, look. This is this is all I can spare. If somebody else makes you a better offer, fine, you know, do it. Um, but if you if you need this amount, I can. This is what I can pay. Mm-hmm. And the guy he immediately said, "I need it. Go ahead, we'll do it." Wow, that's <laughs> like what? So what? Awesome. <laughs> what? And now, Were you just cheesing from then on? Well, this was sight unseen. I mean, he had yeah. he had a couple like he had the uh, the New Mutants number one and the New Mutants graphic novel, uh, which are first appearance of New Mutants and of course New Mutants number one. And he, and he said he had a certain number of comics and they were all um, all X Men related. That's like okay, so let me I will I will have to look at it whenever we get there, and looked at it and uh, good lord. <laughs> just congratulations congratulations my friend like i'm so happy for you like the fact that you did it you know it, it's kind of like it gives the rest of us hope you you are giving the rest of us hope that when i go in an antique store when i search the facebook marketplace when i search let it go there there are those people out there that you know, hey, this is a tight situation, and I need this amount of cash. Well, and that's, I'm willing to let this go. And that's happening now, folks. I mean, don't get me wrong; that's happening more and more often. Like I've said before, my Facebook feed is full of people starting to score at your Goodwills, at your uh, uh, toy, at your toy sh- um, toy collector stores. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at, at those type of places, at, at yard sales, just getting crazy stuff you, that you don't find in the wild. People are starting to find that. And, you know, the reasoning, you know, all I can guess is that people are aging out and getting rid of stuff that they used to love. And, and or I'm not saying everybody's needing money, but I mean, something's happening in, in the culture and it's just getting more and more. So, be on the lookout. You may find your own great deal that we want to hear about. In fact, I would love uh, after the podcast comes out if if somebody wanted to tell us about their great deals, email that in. We want to hear those stories. We want to hear like your, you know, the best deal you ever got or that time you walked into a comic book store and picked up like an X-Men number 1 somebody had for 25 cents. You know, we want to know that. That's amazing. Um, and share that stuff with us. We love hearing. Absolutely, it. absolutely. Um, also, I I had forgot to mention I I did pick up uh, some movies for a dollar uh, DVDs from from my local guy who didn't have any comics. 
but he'd gotten some movies, uh, and I picked up True Mo- True Romance. I've never seen it. Oh, you're going so to watch it. it. Um, oh, I cannot wait till you tell me what you think about True Romance because it's definitely one of my favorite. Movies. And I know everybody, everybody I know that loves Quentin Tarantino counts this, even though he did not direct this movie, counts this as a Quentin Tarantino movie because he wrote it and it's full of his dialogue. I'm going to watch that. Um, it's so good. So I got, good. I, I, and this is on the list of shame. I have never owned this movie. Uh, National Lampoon's Animal House. Oh, very cool. And then one that I, I people drill in my head. I, when I hear people talk about this movie, they they absolutely love this movie. And I just, it skipped, it, it went right past me. The Quick and the Dead. Oh. Gene Hackman, Russell yes. Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, Sharon Stone, um, mm-hmm. directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. That seems very, like a, no, very, a no-brainer. Yeah, very good movie. Very good movie. You got them for a buck each, huh? Yep. Awesome. I uh, I local hauled nothing this week. <laughs> I got you covered. You got the re- you honestly have the rest of the year covered. Congratulations. Well, but- and going down there, like I had a friend of mine uh, go with me, uh, Joe, friend of the podcast. Um, he loves going on uh, toy runs, so he went, and uh, we talked about it. And, and, and whenever I was talking to him, I said, you know, I know the time frame of the comics the guy's talking about, and it's either going to be one of two things. One, it's going to be some great older X-Men comics, um, or it's going to be some later maybe 90 stuff, but could be right in that first appearance of Deadpool range. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it fell in the in the earlier range, which is completely fine. I'm completely happy with everything I've got. The latest, the, look, the latest comic was, like I said, um, New Mutants number 49, which is, you know, 40 issues away from, from where you want to be there. Yeah. But I, I'm so happy. I'm so oh, happy dude. with this. I'm extremely happy for you. But we do get to move on to Have You Seen It? And we'll start off with what we've both seen. Well, partly. Most of us have both seen all of it. Together we have. And that is, let's finally talk about The Toys That Made Us. I really like this show. Oh, dude, I could I could eat this show up. I wish it was a weekly show. Because, because oh, I binged three episodes in the first night and and i watched the barbie episode and absolutely loved it and and i'm i've never known never collected a barbie i don't there's no girls in my family my cousins all boys you know uh there there was not a single barbie anywhere near our house at any point in time growing up so to watch that it was totally enlightening but that first star wars episode to hear about kenner wow yeah the wow. story of kenner what is is amazing yes the the very fact that they were the la- the low man on the pole and the last guy on the list and they took a chance and became a the monster that uh you know, the the force behind our childhood in Star Wars toys is just 
absolutely amazing. And to hear those guys talk about all that and the behind the scenes, the inside baseball of that, I will listen to all day long. I, I want to watch it again, absolutely. If you haven't watched The Toys That Made Us, it it is incredible. The guys that put that together are, you can tell, you can feel the love for the topics in the show. The Everybody that, you know, if you touched G.I. Joe's, you can feel the love. If you touched He-Man, you can feel the love. It's a great series, and I cannot wait for it to continue. Amen. Um, the I, I did not watch the Barbie episode, but I did watch the G.I. Joe. If I See, I have not watched the G.I. Joe, but I've watched the Barbie. The only thing I want to put out there, if anybody has watched them all, including the Barbie episode... What is that weird pile of mannequin that is sitting behind the CEO of the Barbie episode? It seriously looks like a giant Barbie mannequin was put on a hot plate and then melted to a chair. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what it is. I and then I've read comments where somebody was like, "What is that blob of person behind the CEO?" and nobody knows. It is the weirdest thing. Watch the Barbie episode just to see if you can tell me, like, I, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely intriguing. And you had said that the Transformers episode is in post-production? That is correct, yes. Oh. Do you, do you know the release date? I, I do not. I don't, I don't know I, when I any know of that I stuff is dropping. I know that some episodes were coming out in March of this year, so... Hopefully we're not too far away from getting future episodes. And I also watched Bright. And how was that? Because I plan on, I'm, I've heard great reviews about it. Okay. In fact, <sighs> they've even announced they're they they're maybe doing a sequel. Okay, good. Because there, here's the thing. I had no problems with it being a movie. No problems whatsoever with it being a movie. On the other hand, if I have to say something critical, I wish it was a four-part season. You know, a four-part miniseries. I feel there was so much more story and there there's a little bit of detail that could have been given that I would have enjoyed way more. You know, you... It was an incredible story, but in the first little bit, you get to see, you know, oh, well, my, you hear a guy say, my ancestors fought the orcs 2,000 years ago, and I still have problems with the orcs. Or, you know, you, you see fairies, and there's no explanation. You see orcs, there's no explanation. You see centaurs. No explanation other than the fact that they exist in this universe reality. I think you could have expanded that into four or five, six episodes of a season and given us all the detail and still been able to tell your story just the way you did. It, it's not the fact that it was bad in any way, shape or form. It's just the fact that I want more. Gotcha. Because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Will Smith just 
Well, that is the mark of a good show. It, it, you want more, correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I, I want to know more. I, I want to know so many minute details because they, they have government agencies that are ran by elves. They have, you know, they talk about how all the elves are the rich people and they would never even mess with humans. And it just... Why? Why? What? What do the elves do that make them so rich? So is this what? is this close to like the closest thing I can think of to compare is is Harry Potter, where all this stuff is just accepted as you know like. Uh, imagine the, imagine everything that happens in Hogwarts, except there's no rules about intermingling with the Muggles. Gotcha. I mean, you could take that <clears throat> whole universe and move it over into real world america and there you go you know orcs are in america there's all it's just it's so much fun and i really enjoyed it but but there's so much minute detail that i would have really really liked to know and and we didn't get that um for for an under two hour movie thoroughly enjoyable very fun you know there it had it, it, it's just nonstop. I mean, I'm talking once that ball gets rolling, which occurs probably within the first 20 minutes of the movie, you're, that ball is going fast. It does not stop. Does not stop whatsoever. I mean, and it almost has a, uh, <laughs> I just thought about this. It almost has a lethal weapon one feel to it. Yeah. You know that that Murtaugh and Riggs, how too old you know, for they're, they're they're partners, but they really you know they're not great friends yet in that first one. Get too old. That, that's almost how it feels, and I thoroughly enjoyed Bright, and cannot wait and hope that there is more to it. Nice. Well, I'll have to are watch you, it. Are you digging through your comics? I am currently repla- <laughs> I'm currently replacing all of my old issues with the newer better ones. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he he's he's bragging without bragging. Folks. No, I'm, I'm like well, I mean, I'm serious. I mean like well, all he, of these he, books. You know, I, I'm taking my uh, 6.0 X-Men 141 and you know, no, I'm No, hold that. on. Let me stop you there before you're lying. My uh my current X-Men 41 is about a 4. <laughs> okay. So to, to replace it with like an 8.0 is perfectly fine with me. Yes, yes. Well, well, we'll let you do that, and I will say that you on social media, you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us at NotSoSouthernGs on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search NotSoSouthernGentleman on Facebook. Hit us back. Give us a messenger. Give us a tweet. Let us know about your haul. What is your best haul? Hit us up, because I know some of you. Jamie, I want to know what your best haul is. Mike? I, I want to hear Mike's stories. Mike, when you listen to this, you know Mike has an entire Hulk run minus number one. What? He has everything. Yeah. Hit us up, Mike. I want to know how you got all that awesome stuff. Everybody else, if you listen to this and we don't know your name on a first name basis, that is how we get to know you. Hit us up. We would love to chat with you. Thank you, as always, for listening to each and every episode. We appreciate it more than you ever know i i cannot believe it's 2018 we started this thing back in 2016 and we're still going strong 
thank you very much. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>